1: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
2: Okay, I want to turn our attention to what seems to be an ongoing debate these days about cultural appropriation, what that means, and why we should be concerned about it. So now all of a sudden this debate has brought us to the topic of poutine. Story in the National Post today, Canada's embrace of poutine as a national dish amounts to cultural appropriation contributing to a creeping Canadianization that threatens to absorb Quebec culture. This according to a Quebec academic in a new study. Nicolas Fabien Ouellette, a Montreal-born graduate of the University of Vermont, will present his paper, Poutine Dynamics, at the Congress of the Humanities and Social Sciences at Ryerson University this week. The paper, he says, exposes how the Canadian culinary identity is constructed and construed by means of cultural appropriation processes sounds serious well joining us on the line is the aforementioned uh nicola fabian oulette great to have you with us here welcome to the program thank you for having me all right poutine dynamics uh is the title of this paper but you explore uh some of these cultural issues around the dish itself how long has poutine been around as a dish first of all uh since the late 1950s in rural quebec all right and how do you see it linked to quebec culture then
0: um, well, the question would be, how do you see a link to the Canadian culture, actually? I think uh, it's well-defined as a cultural element of Quebec, um, and as I said in the article, I explore how the Poutine has been used as a stigma on Quebec society throughout uh, his, uh, his life. Recently uh, it has shifted and it's become hyped. Yeah. Right, okay.
2: Well, I mean, every food starts out somewhere. So poutine originated in Quebec, but what makes it cultural beyond the geographical fact of where it was created?
0: Well, we can look at the stigma. So by applying the stigma on the Quebec society through poutine, that makes the dish more and more relevant to be called as a Quebec distinct cultural aspect. And what's the, what's the stigma then? Um, in the article, I use caricatures that were published in, uh, in the past about how poutine was uh, one of the most disastrous culinary invention of the 20th century, along with haggis, a uh, Scottish um, dish. Um, that's not the type of argument that are made today. Today, actually, the, the, the dish is hype. And in the article, I explore how social mobility of food uh, happens. So we can think about sushi in the past. It used to be mocked and used to be mocked to Japanese. If you remember during World War II, Japanese used to be described as basically as monsters. Um, and that's linked to how first people perceive uh, the social capital of that culture. And so maybe something similar happened to poutine that before Quebec people were not um, viewed as high as today. And as the increase in social capital, their culture became more recognized, and people start to enjoying it. A bit like the sushi again, or the kimchi for Korean. It used to be used to mock the Korean. Now today, everyone embraces kimchi. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the same thing happened with Poutine and Quebec in the end. Okay.
2: Well, and I mean, it, that, isn't that a positive then that we we would uh, evolve beyond that? That that wouldn't be the case anymore.
0: Sure. I think it's great that people all around the world eat and consume poutine, that they adapt it. Um, And the message here is really whoever you are, wherever you are, eat and adapt poutine. Uh, And and if you appreciate it, well, I think it makes sense then to give it back to the people who used to be stigmatized by it, so that labeling it Quebecois and not uh, anything else.
2: When you say give it back, then you mean how we refer to it?
0: Just the label, the title. Uh, currently, there's a lot of people outside Quebec that label poutine as being Canadian, uh, one of the most known Canadian dishes. Some people even say national dish, um, and that can be problematic, as it has been seen in other cultures when a dominant culture takes an element of a culture of a minority group and make it their, make it their own. They're, that is where the appropriation happened, and that's currently the case with the Putin and the Quebec culture. Because if people think that Quebec culture equals the Canadian culture, I think there's a lot of people in Quebec that will be uh, arguing against that assessment.
2: Right, but I mean Quebec is geographically located within Canada. Right. Correct. So, are you saying so if, that if something Quebec is Quebec culture, culture, it exists within
0: Canada? Right. Uh, currently, that's uh, exactly the case. Okay. That said, uh, there's also the a distinct culture. Do you agree with that? Well, certainly. I, I don't disagree with that.
3: So,
2: right. so I, look, to me, I <laughs> I think you seem to be referring to, I would think, people outside of Canada who are referring to poutine as belonging to a nation. I think to most Canadians, it's... We, we just call it poutine. I think people know what it is and where it came from, don't we?
0: Um, there's a mix. I think there's a lot of people that do recognize it. There's other people that uh, enjoy labeling it a Canadian dish and are proud of it. That's true that everywhere in the world, outside Canada, there's also people like prominent chefs and um, food journalists that will label poutine as being Canadian. Well, And that is yeah, problematic okay. again. Yeah.
2: Well, if you were to ask a Canadian, any anyone, whether they're in Montreal or Vancouver or Nunavut, to say, what would you consider to be your favorite Canadian dishes? And, and perhaps people would answer poutine. Are you saying that we shouldn't? That we should think
0: of it as not
2: a Canadian dish?
0: Um, that's a good question to ask in this 150 anniversary sort of the Confederation, where it seems like there's a big push towards defining what is the canadian culture that's up to the canadian to decide what is the canadian culture um and they should do it recognizing that some minority regroup are saying that some of these aspects might not be the canadian culture but more or more precisely uh quebec culture
2: right but you're you're saying and there are different cultures that exist within the confines of what we call canada obviously right so if we were to, to list, to make a list of what we consider to be Canadian dishes, we would probably come up with, with dishes that represent maybe a lot of different cultures within Canada.
0: Well, if you're comfortable with that, uh, up to you, um, especially when some people from the minority group tell you that it might be problematic to them that you label that Canadian. So I'm curious to hear what maybe First Nation and Inuits see when their foods are being labeled Canadian. Um, that's up to them to talk about it. But... For me, as a Quebecois, and many other Quebecois and Quebecois, when they see that Putin is labeled as being Canadian outside of Quebec, they see that as, uh, first, uh, funny, then problematic. Okay. I mean, do you consider yourself to be Canadian? I identify myself as a Quebecois. So that is to say no.
2: Correct. Okay. Well, then maybe that's what it boils down to, uh,
0: whether one considers Quebec to be part of
2: Canada or not.
0: Quebec is currently in Canada. Again, the issue of the article is not so much about defining what is the Quebec culture. I think that is that has been defined well and it's well established. Um, it's more about defining what is the Canadian culture. So do you identify the Quebec culture as being Canadian culture? and so?
2: I would identify it as a culture that exists within Canada, but is obviously unique, just as certainly there's a lot of unique maritime culture or other cultures within Canada. Certainly the Quebecois culture is unique, identifiable as such.
0: And that's why I'd like to bring it back to the socio-historical context of Putin itself that has been used as a stigma against the Quebec society, and in that context, then it makes sense to label it as Quebecois and not Canadian, not to further weaken the agency of the Quebecois people. Okay. So what do you want people to take from this? Someone sitting
2: here in Calgary today who is uh, someone who enjoys poutine. In fact, there are restaurants in, in
0: Calgary that serve poutine. What, what do you want yeah, people to keep in mind? Whoever, uh, whoever you are, wherever you are, eat and adapt poutine as much as you can, but know that labeling it Canadian instead of Quebecois is strengthening the Quebec society.
2: Do you consider it to be cultural appropriation? Do you think that term fits here? Yeah, I think that's correct. All right. And what's the reaction been so far to this? I know you're going to be presenting it this week, but obviously it's it's getting a lot of media attention.
0: Well, there's a lot of people that um, seems to understand your article as in I am telling people not to eat poutine if they are not Québécois. And that's not not the case at all. I do want that dish to be consumed everywhere and adapted again. There's a whole part of the article about how to how poutine has been evolving as a dish and how it has been adapted, and I think it's it's beautiful. I do embrace, uh, you know, the Italian poutine, Greek poutine, falafel poutine, whatever other iteration of poutine that there is today. Um, I'm just curious on why Canadian wants to put that forward as a distinct culinary trade of Canada and not um, embrace it and realize that it's maybe distinct from, from their culture, so it's more Quebecois culture.
2: Okay. Well, Nicola, we'll leave it there. Thank you for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Nicola Fabian Oulette for the University of Vermont. Not in Canada is going to present at Ryerson University this week. Poutine dynamics. Uh, I don't like poutine. Does that is that worse? Is it worse to not like poutine <laughs> than to embrace it? Wow. Okay. Is poutine a Canadian dish? Seems like a simple question. Sure, it is because it originated in Quebec. Quebec's part of Canada. Works for me, just like someone, by the way, emailed me earlier to say, hey, you know, Rob, ginger beef was invented in Calgary. That makes it a Canadian dish, doesn't it? Sure, I would say that it does. Anyway, what do you make of this? 403-974-8255. Well, listen, I only got about a minute here before the bottom of the hour, so I don't want to cut anybody short. So we'll we'll continue the conversation when we come back after the 2.30 news. Whether you uh, like poutine, whether you consider it to be a Canadian dish, it is what? Fries, gravy, uh, cheese skirts, I believe is what uh, constitutes poutine. But you know what? We're we're unique in Canada that we have a lot of different cultures that contribute something to the fabric of our society. Is it such a bad thing that we would want to experience and take part in those various cultures to get to know each other a little bit better? uh, But still recognize that those cultures exist and they bring something to the table, the metaphorical Canadian family dinner table. Maybe I'm naive. I don't know. 403-974-TALK. Don't forget, as well as we mentioned, a big news conference coming up at the top of the hour in BC. Sounds like maybe they figured out a way for the NDP to emerge as the next government of that province. So that could be, uh, shall we say, interesting. Anyway, we're back with more right after this. All right, welcome back, 403-974-8255, talking about poutine, or I guess what is a bigger issue about culture and cultural appropriation. If we take what is Quebec culture and say that that's Canadian culture, are we somehow taking away Quebec's identity? Because I think that's what it boils down to. It's interesting. Uh, My man Steve sent a a really interesting text. It says when an American says Cajun food, they don't assume it's from Delaware. They know it's from Louisiana, but we don't hear people in Baton Rouge banging the drum and saying, no, it's ours and no one else's. But the United States has a lot of unique cultures. So, yeah, you wouldn't just call Cajun food American food because it is something specific and unique that comes from a specific region, but it's an American dish. It's an American culture. It's a culture that exists within the United States that you wouldn't really find anywhere else is kind of the point, I think. But maybe I'm missing something. Let's go to the phones. Uh, This is Martin. Martin, good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon. How are you, Rob?
2: Really well, sir. Thank you.
3: Uh, I'm from Quebec. I've been here now for 36 years. Uh, I don't see the big deal of calling poutine Quebecois or Canadian. It is a Canadian dish. But if if that's a big deal, why not? take a one province, every province, and have their special dish from every province, if that's the deal. If that offends whoever this person is, it doesn't bother me where it's from. It is Canadian. I am Canadian. Uh, I don't consider myself a Quebecois anymore. I've been here for long. I'm an Albertan. But I don't see the big deal. I have uh, let's have a Newfoundland dish, let's have a New Brunswick dish, a Quebec dish, and let's let's have them all. Yeah. There are so many provinces uh, so many provinces, I think with two territories, plus we have now Nunavut. Uh, I don't know if that's what we need, but we're pretty easy going. It seems I find this guy is really sticking to the, the Quebec culture, which is fine, but it's still Canadian. I'm still Canadian first. So uh, I don't understand the big deal at all. I don't understand why he's going to speak about it. Doesn't he have other things to do? <laughs>
2: Yeah, you think so? Martin, uh, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate that. Well said. Uh, Someone else texted here and says, why don't we just call it what it is? French-Canadian. As someone else pointed out in the text here, it says, Rob, I think he summed it up in a nutshell when he asked if he was Canadian, and he said no. But he didn't say no initially. He kind of danced around the question. But yeah, that sort of gave the game away. He doesn't want it to be called Canadian because he doesn't want to be considered Canadian himself. Okay, fair enough. I'm sure there are plenty of folks in in Quebec who might have answered the question the same way. About those who do not consider themselves to be Canadian don't want to be a part of Canada. So something cannot be both Quebecois and Canadian in their minds. Obviously, I don't see it that way. And, you know, as you heard, Martin, he's from Quebec. Same thing. Anyway, let's go back to the phones. Bill, good afternoon.
1: Rob, this guy is one of the reasons why those of us who actually have to earn a living can learn to hate academia with a passion. <laughs> well, you you resent
2: the fact that he's getting paid a salary to do research like this?
1: Uh, no, not necessarily. <laughs> I resent the fact that this guy is, is, from your conversation with him, this guy is too dumb to get a good job selling French fries at McDonald's, and he's pulling down a six-figure tax-paid salary. Luckily, it's Americans paying, and it, so it's not coming out of yours in my pocket. But this this kind of stupidity uh, flows out of uh, out of academia like the Columbia River flows out of the Rocky Mountains, and and it's just infuriating when we hear it because. We know that this money to pay for that has been extracted from us at gunpoint, and it, it, it's just craziness.
2: <laughs> it seems like a building to the phone call. Appreciate that. I I think this guy now he did write this paper. I believe it's been published. Wait a sec, Cuisine: The Journal of Canadian Food Cultures. Is that a thing? Uh, well, okay. Apparently, it is. Anyway, so he's been published in this journal that apparently exists. He is going to be presenting at this big conference at Ryerson University this week. But I think he is still technically a graduate student at the University of Vermont. So I don't think he, he's a professor. I don't think he's on the staff there. I, I don't know if he's pulling down a salary or not. But I suppose that's probably eventually where he's going to end up. Maybe would be my guess. It's kind of what Bill's getting at. Anyway, 403-974-8255. Good way to reach us here. Phone or text. You can email rob at newstalk770.com. Uh, the website, newstalk770.com. On Twitter as well, at Rob Breckenridge. And stand on the sidewalk out here in 17th Ave. and shout really loud. That probably won't work, but that's another option too. All right, we're back with more right after this.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.